Hey, everybody, in this episode of Box Office Breakdown, life found a way to the top of the box office. That's right, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom has rose from extinction to claim the number one title. We'll talk about all that and more next. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Welcome, everybody, to Box Office Breakdown. You know the drill by now. You know the drill by now, everybody. This is the show where we look back at the box office that was, and then we like to prognosticate. Beautiful about the box office that lie ahead. I'm Frank Moran. I'm Amy Cassandra Martinez, and I'm Neil Plumley. <laughs> and usually, I'm Carrie Lane. No, I'm not. Sounds almost Sorry. as uh, as lovely, <laughs> but Carrie Lane. Just so you know, box office breakdown viewers, she betrayed us all. Mm-hmm. She left us to decide to go do an extended season finale breakdown of Westworld. West. Betrayal? Yes. You know what? Uh, we should not forgive her, nor should you. Uh, everybody that's watching this, you should really just tweet at her your disappointment. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. Carrie D. Lane. They're going live right now. So actually right. hop in their chat yes. and tell Carrie how you're disappointed that she's not in box office breakdown. That's right. Tell her she lost. Yeah, also tell her she lost. Also, she lost the bet. Spoiler yeah. alert. Womp womp. But you know what? Uh, making us look so great. Although this side, fantastic. This, there's not much help here. And sound even better is Anthony in the booth. Hello, everybody. We are in a different studio today because special oh. circ- circumstances. And also, I forgot to create my own lower third. <laughs> but I'll just, like, you know, say my, my, my Twitter handle at the end of the episode. Oh, say his name. Say his name. So, uh, well, and so Anthony, real quick, uh, just special circumstances. I thought we were getting promoted. That's not the case. Is what? that what you're saying yes, right it now? Is, guys. I mean, you've also been promoted. We obviously did. We're on the top floor. Yeah. I feel like uh, you're just teasing the fans, Anthony. The fans are excited about this new look, and I, would be, I hate to disappoint them by next week by going back down to, you know, just a regular... You don't like the bricks? How? You don't like the city? You don't want to hit the bricks, friend? <laughs> <laughs> I want to be in the Fortress of Solitude breaking down box office numbers. Oh my god, you're so right. It's the dream. Like, yeah. There it's you go. the dream. Uh, speaking of that, why don't we jump into this past weekend's top five. <laughs> Coming in at number, five, number one of the box office... Hey, everybody, it's Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. What? Look at that. $150 million. Real quick, everyone's raptor impressions go. Is that good? Yeah, that was beautiful. It's a baby one. I like it. Commitment. Thank you. I've never done that before. Bark, bark. Frank's our winner. There's a dog inside the raptor. Yeah, I did it. Obvious winner. It's like that one children's book. Uh, and before we actually go further into our thoughts about Jurassic World, you know, I looked across on the screen that Anthony was so kind to put up. You know what's up there that I'm looking at, folks? The chat. And you know what, folks? You can like us on Facebook. Give us a five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and get your thoughts and opinions in that chat while you're watching Neil and Amy. Give many thumbs up, is what you, which you can do on the YouTube channel. Great. So feel free to uh, hop in that chat and share anything that you like about what we're going to be talking about. <laughs> Stop it. You made me laugh. Uh, or just movies in general. We'll love to hear your thoughts. So speaking of that, why don't we hear some thoughts about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Amy Cassandra Martinez, you've seen this film. What did you think? I went into it really not wanting to watch it. Just really, why what? you ask? Well, are you I a fan of the franchise in general? Or you're I like, am. Eh. I am. Just not not the the world part. 
What what but, yeah. what is not really uh, kind of grabbed you about the world installment of this franchise? Um, the characters, the plot, the CGI, pretty much everything. So that's why I was so hesitant to see it. But I do have to say that I don't think I've ever felt so emotionally attached to CGI dinosaurs than I than I was in this movie. Well, it's a real niche group right there. Exactly. I agree. I actually did shed a tear. So I'm excited for you to see it, Ooh. Neil. I'll yeah, try to guess happened. when you I'll try to guess when you shed a tear. Okay. Is it when they're when they're leaving? And they look back? Mm-hmm. Got ya! Look at that! Oh, See? Just like, whoa! I really just, I had I had to take a few minutes to kind of compose myself. Did you and ask them to stop the film while oh. you are doing that? I did. Please stop! Please stop! Hold <laughs> on, Amy. Hold to... on! Yeah, no. We have a situation. <laughs> it was intense. I, literally, I really did not see that happening. Um, and yeah, I think the... Most of the cast is better than the last... One, um, Jurassic World. Mm, well, but still, <laughs> mm. certainly on the plus column, none of the two kids. Oh, I know, I know. Oh, they're I my know. favorite part. Oh, I'm just kidding. I you, <laughs> and maybe I, from a marketing perspective, maybe they feel the need that kids are a way for the audience and the yeah. kids to identify mm. absolutely with the subs on the film. But you don't have to write them so terribly, especially the older exactly. kid. He was the pits. So freaking annoying. And what they did do. I mean, there there are a few um, new characters, which some are, I'm like, okay, whatever. And there's some where I'm like, just do better with the, the character development and even just the script. Um, you know, what you expect to be good in a movie. Um, but I do have to say, I did like this one better than the last one. And the dinosaurs did a really good job. Oh, good. They really... They. I felt... Like, I really connected with them this time. And the last time, I was just like, okay, whatever. No, so, yeah. I mean, if you're looking for, you know, a uh, Alan Grant mm-hmm. or an Ian Malcolm, you're oh. not going to find that in these films. Yeah. As much as you may, may uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, you know, she's a fine actress, but, you know, she, yeah. she's never been one that's been like, oh, my gosh, yes, Bryce Dallas Howard, yeah. Well, and she's so sweet, but, I mean, that still doesn't add enough. To the movie. But, I mean, even her and Chris Pratt together, I like them. I don't really like what they did with them in between the last one and this movie. Um, felt like we just kind of started over again. And, um, yeah, didn't like that progression. But, you know, everyone else did an okay job. And I didn't hate it leaving the theater. I was like, oh, you know what? I thought things about the movie while watching it, and I didn't know I was going to think things But about see, it. I don't know. I feel like this whole, this the world installment of the franchise yeah. kind of built on this terrible premise where this theme park on this island, which we've been wanting to see for the longest time, like, oh, let's actually see a Jurassic Park in operation, uh, built on the premise that, you know what, in 20 years since this park's been going on, people got bored of dinosaurs, you know? And we needed to g- genetically engineer these new breeds of dinosaurs because that's the only thing that's going to keep these people coming back. I find it so hard to believe that – Put it at, let me ask you. If, you were, if dinosaurs – they brought, found some way to really do that 20 years ago, to bring gir- dinosaurs back, mm-hmm. would you be bored of them now? Like, eh, whatever. Who cares? No. No. Well, I mean, what does that say about zoos? Like, I mean, people go see animals. I mean – Animals are all different. Like, there's going to be newer generations just because you see one dog. Obviously, dogs and dinosaurs, slightly different. But just because you see one doesn't mean you're like, okay, cool. I've seen it. Now what? 
True, but counterpoint, uh, zoos are in most cities, and this is one island that would probably take True. a considerable amount of money and a few days off of work and all that instead of just taking an afternoon and going to a zoo. True. It's a large commitment for a family to go, go. Mm-hmm. to, was it, Isla Sorna? Yes. Um, then it would be to just, like, go to the LA Zoo. Yeah, but, but still, I, mean, I still would feel that even with the huge expenditure it would take somebody to get out there, who would be bored? I know. I, I feel like, I feel, yeah. Well, I feel yeah. like they, everyone would still show up. It's, it's like people go to Disneyland all the time. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and especially because it is such a special thing that maybe you can't afford to go, like, sooner. So then you have to wait until maybe you're 15. That's very true. You know? Yeah, so I just thought since it was uh, put together with that kind of premise intact, I'm like, no, I can't buy in, into any of this world. And there's a lot of just, you know, if you didn't really like the genetic engineering nonsense in the first Jurassic World, mm-hmm. this is a bunch of dum-dumness in this one, too. There's There are some very nice sequences with dinosaurs running, which I appreciated. <laughs> I there like, you go. Oh. And I have to say, I did have a nightmare <laughs> well, about it. Uh, oh. I don't want to give away the plot, but it affected me. And it affected my subconscious. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that weird? But I do know that there are some people that there's someone actually told me they've seen it twice oh. in theaters. So. You mean there's actually a person there's out in the wild that saw before. this twice. I mean, yeah. I, as far as thinking about all the movies that I would like to see twice in theaters, this one's not one of them. But it, it is for some people. Yeah. For you? For me, no. I mean, I guess I'd watch this again at home, but I wouldn't see any rush to go out and see it again in the movie theater. Have you seen Jurassic World multiple times, like the first one? Uh, I saw it once in the theater, and then, you know, times that it's come on cable. Mm -hmm. I picked it. I I don't think I've ever watched it again from beginning to end. Mm -hmm. I've kind of come in at various different points and then watched it for a chunk of time. Neil, did you see it in theaters? Jurassic World? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. The one time. That was enough for you? Yeah. So I understand you, you did not see it this weekend, Neil. I did not. Uh, is that because you're not really a huge fan of this franchise? You're like, nah, I'm in no rush to go see it. Nah, the weekend just got away from us. But is this on your to-do list or you're like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's on the list of things to do and see. How, how, how far up that list is it? It's probably a good amount. There you go. I carry the, the one. decent. <laughs> it's a decent amount. Decent amount. It's it's gonna happen. Okay. Well, uh, as we jump ahead uh, to next week's, we've got Sicario Day of the Dead. So, is it coming? Would you want to see Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom before Sicario Day of the Dead or after? Day of the Dead. Got it. Mm-hmm. All right. So, no, that was a question. So, Jurassic- is, that, is that the is that it's, the subtitle for? Yes. Day. Mm- oh wait, no. Day of the Solo Sol, Soldado. The soldier. There they go. There you go. I was a little was confused. Good. No, I'll probably see. We'll see. Um, it also boils down to like who's going to see it with me. And I don't think a lot of my friends want to go see Sic- Sicario. Hmm. <laughs> They'd rather see Jurassic World. <laughs> They'd rather see Jurassic World. Because mm-hmm. um, it's more of just like, you know, mindless popcorn. I'll go with you. All right. Aww. I love Sicario. And I can't wait for a Soldado. Now. We see. I mean, it pulled in 150 million dollars. So clearly, there is a film for it. it. Do you think it is just people like the idea of dinosaurs in films, yeah. and they're willing to forgive kind of a crappy story as long as they can see dinosaurs running around and being dinosaurs? Yeah. Well, sure. and it's it's also kind of. I mean, yeah, a family movie. Maybe not 
for tiny, tiny little kids. But, yeah, and especially with all of the advertising and marketing. I mean, and people love Chris Pratt. Like, yeah, they'll probably just go see it. Where you don't have to watch all of the Jurassic Park movies or even Jurassic World, really. So they just kind of can hop in if they haven't even seen the other ones. Mm-hmm. It's accessible. It is interesting that you can watch somebody like Chris Pratt in Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. either Volume 1 or Volume 2, and go, yeah, I'm really enjoying him as Star-Lord, yep. to see him here in the Jurassic World films. And you're like, mm, he's fine. He's just fine. He's not terrible, but he's not like, holy cow, he really just takes it like like a Jeff Goldblum. Or uh, yeah, like, like Jeff Goldblum just owns every scene that he's in. Every scene that he is in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. We needed more of him. Well, and just even just in general. So, like, I feel like Chris Pratt is great, you know, as funny as he may be in some films, that he's just not really bringing it in this franchise. And that's, you know, no fault to him. I mean, I'm sure he's, he's not giving great stuff to work with. Yeah. Either. Well, exactly. They're, they don't really give him that much, and there's not much to it. No. There's not that much depth to his character. They could have really done something with it, at least in the the transition between the first movie and now this one. Yeah, they're... I mean, certainly not giving anything away. I mean, you know, you know that it's all about him trying to find Blue for the most part. And there's, there's, I felt like there are opportunities in this film to kind of reestablish that bond between him and Blue that the film never really takes. Yeah. And so you're just like, no, all right, cool. If you guys don't really care, then why should I care? But I have to say, though, I went Friday night, like at 10 ish. And still, I mean, like the theater was mostly packed. So I had to sit on the side. I've had to be, like, I've had to sit on the side of, like, every single movie for the last maybe four or five weeks, weekends. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I know. It's I'm so, so hard. I'm so sorry. It's so hard. I like yeah. the side. So do I. No. I've decided. No. Well, there you <laughs> go. Uh, coming in number uh, number two this week, we've got... Oh, hold the, your horses there. Oh, that was oh, the yeah. subject of our box that's office That's right, bet. Neil. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's head over to Neil Plumley on the <laughs> box office breakdown bet boardroom. Makes some helicopter sounds. <laughs> Yes, Frank, I'm here live with your with your box office with your box office breakdown. Box office bet scores. Oh, you don't say any oh what's uh, what's the forecast? Uh the forecast is uh, a little ways off. Everyone. Everyone was just a little ways off. All right. Uh, by by a bit, actually. Even the winner. Uh, well, uh, well, why don't we find out who actually who won this thing? I'll tell you, Frank, let me just look at my list here. It was me. Fur, 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 fur. Oh! Snap. <laughs> Neil Plumley for the win. And you went, was it 135? 115. Oh, 115. Ha, ha, ha. It's still nothing to be proud of. The oh. movie made 150. Good We're all very far movie. off. There you go. A good 35 off. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I had 105, didn't I? Or no? Hmm. Well, let's just go down the list here. Right. So 115 was myself. Uh, Francis over there. <laughs> 105. Ah, look at me. Then coming in close to Frank is Amy Eight with 101. Bomb. Dang it. Never mind. Amy the Dalmatian Hunter, 101. Yes, that is exactly Whoa. why. That that, is, I'm serious. That's you, why I you, had just seen. Red on her tails is uh, Tony B. Tony underscore. <laughs> you hunt Dalmatian. Uh, with 100 million solid. Nice. And then our loser, Want Want Mrs. Westworld next door, huh. Carrie Lane. 92 million. There you go. So I feel like this is something that Star Drew, if you're uh, if you're joining us live here, would love to hop into that Westworld chat and just let Carrie know that mm-hmm. she's lost that box office bet. You know what? He didn't tweet at us this morning. Star Drew, are you okay? Star Drew, just, just tweet at us. Let us know you're okay. I know. I look forward to that tweet every Sunday. We're worried. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Coming in at number two, 
Incredibles 2 from Disney, another 80.9 million. Kind of a big Good drop. Job. It was a 55.7% drop. Yeah, yeah, I was always, uh, I mean, 50s, you know, 50% drop from week one to week two is average. But I was sort of hoping for like a, like a mid 40 for Incredibles. Well, do you guys think that it was because of people wanted to watch Incredibles 2, they went ahead and did it last week, and they're like, okay, cool. And so these are the people that are like, eh, maybe I'll see it. You know, the more I've been thinking about Incredibles 2 is oh, no. the, the I don't want to say the less I like it, but the less enthused I am by it. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh. He's got James Cameron's Avatar Syndrome. That's right. No. You know, why do they keep making these films? <laughs> he liked it right when he left the theater. He liked it during the movie. But then when he's thinking about it later, he's like, I don't... Was that magic? Why did I like it? <laughs> I, I, never, I didn't come out of it raving. Um, I was still kind of like, eh. But the more I've been thinking about it, I feel like it's just too much of a rehash of the first film for me. For me to really fully enjoy it. Like, I'll, I'll, as I said last week, I just get, I'm excited now about Incredibles 3. If or when that gets made. Because Another that's 14 be, years, hopefully. Exactly. I keep thinking, I, you say that, and then I get worried that I don't think Craig T. Nelson will live. He, what? He, he no, won't make stop. it. What, 14 years? 14 years? I don't think How long do you think he has? 14 months? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think he's got more than 14 months. But I don't know if he's got 14 years. Why? You know what? I would, I would say Brad Bird should just write his parts now oh. and record them and just hold on to them until then. What's his age? Um, She's 74. Oh, he'll live. Calm down, Frank. Oh, I mean, okay. Sure, Neil. He'll do it. Yeah. He'll okay. do it for the role. If he'll he was living through us. the 70s and mm-hmm. came out. It's Craig D. Nelson, All right. Bob Parr, he can do it. Uh, for you know, for the, the, the way they set the box office on fire last week, given this big drop, does that make you kind of reevaluate the the worthy, the, the um, longevity of this film, or is it going to be pretty much just on a kind of a steep drop? I think we'll have. I think we can have maybe a nominal drop next week. Sort of like a normal. Drop. I mean, this was this wasn't totally abnormal. It was just a little higher than I would have hoped. Um, but I think uh, I think the biggest thing was just Jurassic World. You know, that was it. They want those dinosaurs. They want the superheroes. They want them dinosaurs. dinos. Uh, coming to number three, Ocean's Eight, another eleven point six million dollars. The film's still disappointing. Kind of hanging in there. Yeah, but I still, still really liked it. I wouldn't really go see. I mean, a lot of these movies lately, I wouldn't go see them again in theaters. If somebody came to you and said, Amy, should I go see Ocean's 8? Well, it depends on who asked me. If it was you, I'd be like, no. No, no, right? <laughs> you shouldn't go see it. Um, uh, yeah, somebody whose skull hasn't fully fused, you'd say, go go see Ocean's what, 8. What, so like 25 and under? <laughs> I know science, guys. No, it's 24 and under, really. It, it finishes 25, go. just so you know. Um, maybe, but no, I think, No. No, you can be over 25, over 26, and still like it. Mm. Yes, Neil. I did. You saw, you saw Ocean's 8. I liked it. You liked it? Yeah. Mm. All right. I guess You're I only post- 21. I'm only 21, everyone. That's true. <laughs> I have so many years ahead of me. <laughs> uh, Anthony, have you seen the film? Which? Uh, oh, Ocean's 8? Yes. No. All right. Hard no. It's a hard no. Okay. Hard no. I'm not going to watch that. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. I will not be watching that. Uh, come number four, Tag, for more than others, an $8.2 million uh, second week for that baby. That had a $45.1 million drop. Percent drop, excuse me. $45.1 million, million dollar drop. <laughs> what? It hasn't made that in a week. Uh, that's true. 
Uh, yeah, again, another forgettable, forgettable film. And then coming out at number five, uh, taking down Solo out of the top five. Deadpool 2, $5.25 million. Mm-hmm. $300 million total domestically, I believe. Yeah. Nice. But it feels like we'll probably, I think the chances are we'll probably see an X-Force film before we'd see a Deadpool 3. I'd be game we for can that. Help. Would you want, or would you want, hey, just give me Deadpool 3? No, I definitely, I would definitely, I want them to go the, uh, the Iron Man route. Have a, like, Iron Man, you know, Thor, Captain America, <laughs> Iron Man 2, and then Thor, Winter Soldier. Hey, that's good. Avengers. Or no, Avengers, then Winter Soldier. <clears throat> so, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm getting the feeling that, Neil, you're not a big fan of the Thor <laughs> franchise. I like none of them. None of them? More like Boar. Okay. Not even the third. All right. I know you feel nope. If you just of the three Thor films, which one is your favorite? The second one. Holy shnikes. It's a good one that hasn't existed yet. You like what? Come on. Yeah, I the like third the one. second one. Oh, man. Yeah. No. I don't. All right. Because the second one wasn't that great of a movie, but it tried to be a movie. And the, second, the third one was just trying to, like, correct, and they oversteered, and they went way too far into comedy. I remember to the point where there wasn't really, you know, that much of an emotional core to it. Core. Yeah. But what about Thor in Infinity War? Did he give you that yeah. core? Oh yeah. That you're looking for? Yeah. That's all they had to do. That was beautiful. Yeah. Just show Almost. us just show us a little yeah. love. You don't have to go crazy. Show us a little love. Then you're good. I've seen throw him. in some comedy. I've then you're good. I've seen him flex his muscles enough. I want him Guys. to flex his heart. You know? Nice. The heart's a muscle. Yeah. I mean, it, technically, yeah. he's flexing his muscles. He flexes like 28 times a minute. You know, I went and I uh, saw I, this film again yesterday. Infinity War? Avengers Infinity War. Well, how many times <clears throat> have you seen it in theaters now? Uh, from beginning to end, I've seen it three times. And then I've seen it in various stages, probably another two or three times. What do you mean in various yeah, stages? Yeah, did you just sneak in or something? Uh, whose you know, whose business is that? Is it yours, Anthony? I'm just I'm just saying like what circumstances just you peculiar. want. To People want to know. Well, no, you're at a theater and you finished your movie and you're like, oh wow, hey, I'm walking by. Oh, Avengers: Infinity War. What I started really? about 35 minutes ago. Why don't I just duck in and just uh, finish out the rest of this film? Yeah, two and a half hours left. I would That's actually right. do the same. <laughs> there you go. You're welcome. Wow, uh, you know, I, I for it, 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 it uh, that film, I feel like it just it moves. I, it does not feel like it's a two and a, you know two hour and forty minute movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for people who may have their qualms about some of things, but uh, I watch, it, I go, man, all right, this movie just goes. I don't feel like myself like dragged down. Even well, there's like twenty characters. <laughs> so if you get bored by one of them, you're sure to find somebody else you like coming along. Absolutely, any moment now. <laughs> uh, all right, internationally, folks, uh, you know, no surprise, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. It scored a hat trick this weekend. Taking the number one position at the international box office for the third frame in a row with $106.7 million overseas this week, including a sophomore weekend in China where it passed $200 million. The sequel's offshore total so far is now 561.5 for 711.5 million worldwide. Well, I guess there'll probably be a third one, which the fact that they keep promoting, like, Colin Trevenhoff is going to be back directing the third one, everybody. Get excited. Like, who's. Like that, like, hooray? No, it doesn't give me, like, yeah, I can't wait now. <laughs> um, it added 17 markets this frame, including uh, Mexico, Brazil, and Australia. And the World Cup play had very little impact in terms of uh, box office numbers. In total, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom has opened number one in 67 international markets to date. 
and stopped the franchise across $4.4 billion. Thank you, Amy. Good You're welcome. Uh, also, The Incredibles 2 debuted in China with uh, 21.2. That's good for Pixar's best debut session ever in the market. In India, the Super Pirate sequel is already the highest grossing release from Disney Pixar ever. Uh, the full weekend, which also added in Thailand, Thailand as the movie continues a staggered rollout, was $56.8 million, and that takes the international total to $134.7 million, wow. with just 44% of the over international market in play. Uh, so far, with uh, everything combined for the uh, Incredibles 2 global total, is now $485 million. Wow. Uh, anybody want to change their thoughts on what uh, over or under five years for Incredibles 3? I think it'll come pretty quick. I was mostly joking about the 14-year gap. I kind of hope there'd be one because it was a little tough. In the beginning, we're like, oh, I want another one right now. But then once you let it go and then you give it some time to sit and simmer, then you go and see the new one, you're like, man, that was cool. But uh, I think it'll be like, you know, three or four years. Well, you also don't want to give it to people too quickly. You know, you want them to want it for a good period of time. So then when you show it, everyone's like, finally, instead of like, oh, already? We're okay, but all right. Uh, well, speaking of that, I'm trying to think of another franchise. It's certainly the gaps have not been as long, for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, 14 years between films, very lengthy gap. But How to Train Your Dragon. They had the trilogy, came out for the third film, came out next year. Do you feel the gaps between those films have been too long, just right, or uh, not long enough? Too short. Do, you'd want a longer gap? Yeah. Really? Like, Definitely. how long is the perfect amount of time for you? For How to Train Your Dragon? Mm-hmm. Maybe like uh, five or six years between movies, I'd say. Is it different? I think it's only been like three years between the two of them. Hmm. And then this one's another three? Well, is it different for you guys if it's animated or not? Like, obviously, you can't have as many liberties if it's not animated. But does that affect your decision at all? Like, oh, you know... um, thinking of a good well okay jurassic world you know like waiting for those would you have wanted to wait longer or not i kind of want to wait long for like every sequel like give the sequel it's time give the movie it's time to breathe Mm -hmm. let it be a movie let people talk about it let it happen even if it's bad and then uh come out with a like a surprise trailer be like hey what look at that Uh, another one's coming out it's been seven years Hope you guys are stoked. Animated movies have an easier time of doing that because they can just animate the characters whatever age they want. And the voice actors can generally hit the same tones that they were able to in the first ones, or they can just replace the character like they did with uh, Dash and Incredibles 2. Mm-hmm. And it's not that difficult and doesn't really take anyone out of the movie. But like, I guess the other longest gap that I can think of for like a live-action sequel was probably The Force Awakens. And that was really cool because they could introduce a whole bunch of new characters and then bring back some old ones, and they've mm-hmm. aged because it's been time. So, I don't know. Just generally, I generally I like longer gaps between my sequels. So if they can give us a little bit longer, I'm like, dope. Because uh, How to Train Your Dragon, 2010. Uh, Dragon 2 was 2014. And now 2019 for oh, wow. the final How to Train Your Dragon. So it's actually increased by a year. Yeah, I think they should have waited maybe like seven years in between each one. Really? So, because yeah. I mean, if you think like, like look at uh, Avengers, certainly they filmed both back to back, but you've got just a one year gap yeah. between them. 
Would you rather have a longer gap between these films? No. Or no, a year is just the right amount of time, given where this film's kind of ended. A year's too long for me. But it's different because I feel differently about Marvel than I do with Incredibles or any other animated thing. Do you wish that they would have done what they did with uh, Back to the Future 2 and 3, where one came out in the summer and then one came out that following Thanksgiving? They also did that with mm. uh, The Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions. It was spring and fall of the yeah. same year. Would you want something that quickly? No. Not, I mean... Like nine, ten months. Eleven. Even, even though the Matrix sequels weren't very good, I was really excited that they were coming out in the same year, because I'm like, oh my god, we just saw this one, the next one comes out in like seven months. I'm stoked, it's going to be yeah. great. But I think if it's like a back-to-back filming sort of situation, I think uh, Peter Jackson hit the nail on the head with Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. with like just one a year, and then you're done. Well, see, I think about Harry Potter, and the way that they were released, I think, was perfect. Especially, I mean, the last two, it was, I mean, it was pretty quickly, obviously. It was a part one and part two. But I think the length of time in between each one was just the right amount, because I, when I was a I was a kid. But I was still like, oh my gosh, it feels like forever. And it really wasn't. I mean, I don't think they had large gaps of time, maybe like max two years, if even like, that. It almost seemed like it was every other year. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah. And it was perfect. And obviously those are like freaking ginormous films that they obviously will take a long time to make. But they, they released them at just the right amount of time. And then we were also growing up with them. Yeah. So. All right. I miss Harry Potter. <laughs> well, you've got, uh, you know. It's not the same. All right. Not the same. Also, uh, I just had a realization. Mads Mikkelsen. Yes. The famous actor. uh, (laughs) Yeah, thank you. He should have been the one casted as Grindelwald instead of Johnny Depp. Ah. Oh, there are plenty of other people. Because I saw a photo shoot of him in, like, this sort of, like, he was in this, like, like Mad Max-ish, like, I don't know. I don't know what the other thing would be. It's sort of, like, maybe slightly apocalyptic, like like Mad Max, but also a little, like, utilitarian like uh, Judge Dredd or something like that he was wearing all these outfits and they took all these photo shoots of him and someone commented like this is the Grindelwald we deserved and I'm like I can see that and now I'm super upset because you're right but I had no problem with Colin Farrell I thought he was he was fine and then they do that stupid reveal you're like, no, I was really him, Johnny Depp, all along. Yeah. That was me. That's that made it was like, why? Colin Farrell would have been great in this to continue on. Yeah. But they didn't do that. Uh, all right, so folks, of course, we mentioned the box office. But Neil was so kind of break out down, break down all the numbers. But we've got two films vying for your vote in the chat for this week's box office bet. What are they, Frank? It's Sicario, Day of the Soldado. Ooh, sure, that's good. And uh, Uncle Drew. <laughs> uh, Sicario uh, is in twenty nine hundred plus screens. Uncle Drew, twenty six hundred. So start chiming away in the chat, folks, about which film you want the three of us, or excuse me, the four of us, do the box office bet on. Uh, we'll just assume Carrie Lane. We'll, we'll, you know what? We'll we'll make Carrie Lane's bet for her. Mm-hmm. I think that's the least we can do. She wasn't here. Yeah. We'll make her bet for her. Yeah. Oh. It might be five million. That's right. It could be a hundred and ninety-eight million. Who knows? God, maybe. <gasps> what if the chat decides? <laughs> you want the chat to decide? Oh, there you go. I don't know right. how, but make it happen. We should average all of the chat's bets. Who's no? No, Anthony's like as, no. As the bet, <laughs> and if they lose, they all have to go see it. There yes. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. Uh, but in the meantime, before we uh, do our, our, our box office bet, real quick, we've got, uh, we like to do a little box office rewind. Mm-hmm. About somebody that's in a film that's coming up. And, you know, this has been, we all can agree, the summer of Josh Brolin. It has mm-hmm. been. He's everywhere and anywhere. It's his whole summer. That's right. He's Brolin. He's they see me rolling. <laughs> yeah. So I thought we'd do a look at his top five non-franchise films. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yes, because we all know we've got Ben and Black 3, we've mm-hmm. got The Avengers, we've got uh, Deadpool uh, 2, all there at the tops. Let's go a little bit further down underneath that to get some of the, the more unsung gems from his oeuvre. Uh, coming in number uh, five for him, Gangster Squad from Warner Brothers. Back, uh, back in 2013, $17 million. Ruben Fletcher did this one. Ah. Did you see it? No. I said ah because I thought you said Ruben Stuttered. Ruben Stuttered oh. did it. Yeah. Uh, fresh off that American Idol win, he went and get me in the director's chair. He apologized for the year 2004, and he moved on to directing a movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's fine. Anthony Mackie's in there as well. So another great Avengers connection as well. Good old Anth Mac. There you go. Uh, coming to number four, Wall Street, Money Never Sleeps. From Fox back in 2010. $19 million, the sequel to Wall Street. I haven't seen the first, wow. nor have I seen the sequel. Neither have I. It sort of bugged me, because I'm like, well, money's also never awake, so I guess you can just say that about anything. <sighs> I saw Wolf of Wall Street, which was pretty exciting, which is not the same thing as this at all, but I just oh. thought about it. Yeah, thank you for your input. <laughs> You're welcome. I mean, I, guess, I feel like I should see it just for Michael Douglas. He is always a fun person to watch. Mm. Good old Mikey Dugs. Yeah. Uh, did anybody ever see Disclosure? No. No. All right. Based on the Michael Crichton book, starring him, uh, Michael uh, Michael Douglas, as well as Demi Moore. Oh. Uh, it's the book's much better than the film. But I as recently, most Michael Crichton things. True. But I I recently it was like an iTunes for sale for like four ninety nine. So I was like, ah, why not? But I watched the trailer first before I made the commitment. Of course. Of and the course. trailer was so was so early 90s it's so bad and I was like alright and I bought it so, I don't think I can enjoy a trailer that was made before the year uh, 2005 what? <laughs> try what? try you know what you I, say that? I love 90s movies and I love 90s movie trailers no a world where Amy loves 90s trailers it's it's man, in our current world against all hope yeah some of these trailers <laughs> man are just are just rough and you're like holy cow did this hook somebody? And to watch this, I, I guess at the time it must have. Uh, coming in number th- three, True Grit from Paramount back in 2010, $24.8 million. Meh. That was pretty good. That was okay, right? Uh, I, yeah. I feel like I wanted I wanted to walk away loving it more. And I was like... Same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number two, Hollow Man from Sony Ayo, back in 2000, Kevin 26.4. Good old Kev, Kev Bakes. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That, that bacon wasn't shriveled, I tell you that. I have a good friend who has a who has a fear of Kevin Bacon's face. Got some hollow. Bacon. She doesn't like looking at him. A fear? Aww. Yeah, I may have mentioned this on the show before, but we went to see uh, X Men First Class together, and she wanted to stay spoiler free, so she didn't see any of the trailers, and I didn't tell her that Kevin Bacon was in it. Uh, and so he comes up on the screen, and she's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and oh, and of course, he was like the villain in the movie, so she was like the whole time she's like, "Oh, somebody get him." <laughs> Well, did she feel an intense amount of satisfaction in the oh, end yeah. of the film? Yeah. Yeah. So that was amazing. <laughs> he died. <laughs> a slow one, too. <laughs> what What is it about his face that is so disturbing? I don't know. Apparently it's a thing. Yes. Like, it's not just her. Like, there's a, there's a bunch of people who are just what? afraid of his face. Oh, it, it, it is very, like, skeletal. He has um, a very, yeah, very, very unique like, bone structure. Yeah. But there's something about the shape of his face that scares people. Skin's, like, pulled back. It's crazy. Also, his nose is like a skeleton, too. It, 
Oh, yeah, but he's also very frail looking, yeah. I think. He's Part of it <laughs> might be Hollow Man. No, but it's mainly his face, though, so you just gotta Could focus be Hollow on Man, too. Or Hollow no, Man. don't focus on his face. Uh, all right, our thoughts on Kevin Bacon's facial structure <laughs> and the fear it causes in people aside. Anybody like Hollow Man? It was Is okay, it? yeah. I thought it was all right. I wanted well, to like I it a little more. Well, I thought it was okay at the time, but I saw it like yeah, exactly. when it came out. Was yeah. that like 14 years <laughs> Two, ago? Yeah, uh, 18 years ago. Wow. Uh, Paul Verhoeven, everybody. So that's when I saw it. I remember enjoying it then. Of course, I was just a wee child since I'm now 21 years old. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Your parents had questionable taste in the, in the, the theater yes. they brought you to. Uh, and number one for Josh Brolin on his non-franchise films, American Gangster, back in 2007, $43.5 million. He likes being in gangster movies. I missed that one. I think he just gets cast in gangster movies. Mm-hmm. He looks like uh, he looks like an FBI agent. Oh, or like a Men in Black. With his, yeah. yeah, with his square jawline, yeah. the head that loves wearing like a flat brim hat. Yeah. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, before we do our box office bet, real quick, we're going to do our next week's top five. Again, we have got Sicario, Day of the Soldado. Oh, my God. You're so good at it Thank now. you. And Uncle Drew coming in. <laughs> do we see, uh, and I will say first, uh, Sicario, the first one when it came out, it made when it went wide, it made $12.1 million in its first weekend. What year was that? Uh, Wait, so don't tell me. 2013. Wait, Sicario? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna say fifteen. 14. Okay, I have the answer. I'm saying fourteen. Fourteen. Go for 14, it. Twenty fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Break Rapid air horn sounds. Oh, the Punisher and Thanos in one movie. Look at that. So, uh, do we see either of these two films knocking off Jurassic World? Uh, Uncle Drew, for sure. Oh, oh boy. Everyone I know is going to go see it. That, you. <laughs> it's not like Angelica Pickles. Everyone <laughs> I know is going to go see it, Tommy. Yeah. With, if, with her toy. Yeah. Um, Cynthia. Yeah. If you were to, like, basically Steel just. Steal trap. <laughs> get a bunch of executives in a room and say, let's make a film that we, <laughs> we are absolutely certain Frank will not want to see. That they came up with their Uncle Drew. That is like, it. Boo three. Oh man, like that poster for. I'm already checking out. Like, like people acting like they're old men. Play, oh man, it's just no. I get zero interest in this I at just, all. I want to know why. Why did this? Why did anyone think? Yeah, you know what? This sounds like a great idea. Let's make it. Let's Probably because they know they it. can shoot it for about 25 and it'll make about 60. I need to see Shaquille O'Neal as an old man. Yes. I kind of do. Him. Him, <laughs> well, I do. We'll see it in a few I don't few know about years. the other ones, but yeah, Shaq, I do. I want to know what I'm going to be looking at in about 5 to 10. Uh, well, the general's in there as well, too. So get ready for that. Yo, you think Mike's going to make an appearance? Because he should. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's no way you could not. There's no way you would do that. But uh, what if he did? <laughs> what if he did? Would that be would that be like his split reveal moment? Oh, <laughs> it all ties together. It's Space Jam. Yeah, that's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> 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 diner. Yes. Like Didn't old, this happen before? Yeah. Old Jam. It was the Monsters. It was the Monsters. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Aww. Executives, we are for hire. It's in the ether now. It's gonna. You happen. can you can bring a, you can bring us in. We have many great ideas. Frank and I. Amy can join too. Yes. 
I just don't say them out loud. She just doesn't say her ideas out loud. It's fine. <laughs> because uh, then someone will take them, obviously. I'm going to go Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, Incredibles 2, Sicario. <sighs> I, uh, Ocean's 8. I, 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 will, I, uh, I will say uh, <coughs> Uncle Drew. Uh, maybe at the top, at the bottom. At the bots? Top, at the bots of my five. Same. I just, I don't know who wants to go see this movie. I just don't know. If there's an audience. I mean, Tiffany Haddish is in it, and people love her. Yo, I love Tiffany Haddish. Exactly. Lisa Leslie is actually in it. I mean, I haven't, gosh. Back in the day, WNBA? Uh, yeah. I, I don't Tiffany know. Haddish should have been in Fallen Kingdom. I gotta tell you. <laughs> Think she would have made no. things happen. Well, who says that she's not? <laughs> you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I've seen the cast. I guess so, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm looking at... Um, I'm looking at Fallen Kingdom. And then I'm going to go ahead and say Incredibles 2. And then I'm going to go ahead and say Sicario. And then we're dropping right into Uncle Drew. Oh. And then Ocean's 8. You think that... Okay, so Ocean's 8 made 11.6 yeah. this weekend. And it's probably going to drop down probably like It's eight. probably going to do 8 or 7.5. Ah. You don't think Uncle Drew is going to make 8 or 7.5. Oh, man, it'll probably make nine, I bet. So, okay, yeah, all right, I can that's, see. It. That's my argument. Okay, I changed mine. You know what this? Yeah, I mean, I can't. Uh, I can't. This makes me sad. <laughs> all right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do our box office bet real quick to wrap up the show. Uh, see what you voted for in the chat. Make sure to vote for Carrie's. So, you're about answer. to get sadder, uh, Frank, because I believe Uncle Drew won. <laughs> Clap with me. No, wait, no, I'm scared. It makes you feel better even when you're sad. Sorry, okay, Uncle Drew won the bet five to one. Oh, God. How could you? Because all you got to say, all you got to say is that you don't want to see a movie, and you do it. You vote on that movie. It's the internet, guys. I can't believe that the chat, dear chat, I can't believe that Frank's reverse psychology worked. What you don't know is he really wants to see this movie. That's right, guys. And you gave him his wish. Gotcha. What what makes you think that you're going to lose, though? He's going to lose. I, oh, dear Lord, please let's not have it. All right. He usually loses these. It's pretty funny. This is my favorite part. When Frank really doesn't want to see a movie and we go and do the bet, it's my favorite part. Everyone who's watching this, watch Frank. We're going to say all our bets first, and he's either going to get really upset or really nervous or really happy. <laughs> that's true. It's extremes. That's true. It's all of its extremes. He's yeah. never like, okay, that's a good bet. He's like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> so just pay attention to its face while we do this. I'm so excited. All right. Uncle Drew from Lionsgate and Summit, 2,600 screens. It's got, it's got old Shaquille O'Neal. It's got some other, pe- uh, some other people in there as well. Tiffany Haddish. Praise be. Uh, it's just a bunch of old... Blessed be <laughs> Tiffany Haddish. I'll All see right. it for her. Uh, here we go. But is the chat voting for Carrie's? Or are we... Uh, yeah, chat. Go ahead and vote for Carrie's. <laughs> he just wants more players in the game. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, All right. I don't want to look at your bet. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. No, I'm scared. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. I'm ready. I want you to lose, Greg. Is everyone locked? I'm locked and loaded. I'm ready to go. I'm officially locked right now. Uh, All right. Anthony, what do you have, sir? I got a fat eight million. Oh, (laughs) look at Greg's face. Okay. Okay. He's optimistic, but he's still Uh, very nervous. We'll see. I'm giving him hope, you know? All right. Uh, All right. 
I'm trucking in just a seven hundred thousand dollar difference with eight point seven. <laughs> Son of a okay, <laughs> okay. Amy Cassandra Martinez. I'm stoked. Seven. Come on! Yes! Come yes! on! Yes! <laughs> what you got? Frank? I'm so excited. Uh, what you got? And I went up and I went back to it and I. Uh, oh my god, you did nine. No. You did nine, didn't you? Wait. I did 10.5. Oh my oh! god! 10.5. No. I was at 10. No, I like, but I'm at, I don't want to. I don't want to be. Oh my god, it's right between now, you though. two. I'm at the end. I, <laughs> I think we should let the chat decide God. what carries. Get it. And we're going to count hers. <laughs> Obviously, that's just Just say six, guys. Wow. What? I'm so happy. It should count. This is amazing. All right. Tony, you and me, buddy, we did it. We did it. We did it. We're in the safe up. zone. Oh, They're in the splash zone. Going to get drewed later. Uh, good old eight. It's <laughs> too low now. It's my mate. I was going to, even, even nine? And I was like, nah, everybody's going to say nine. And so I didn't. Why did I, uh, Nine, seven. Sky, Sky agrees with you. Ten and a half. Great, thanks, Sky. I like Harry's. You know Harry's answer. LOL. Yeah, Amy's woke. <laughs> and Stardew right under says Amy right? lose. I choose to not read that one <laughs> because right. I don't agree. Uh, Nella J says the average black person won't or wouldn't be going to hang out with dinosaurs, laughing till they cry face, <laughs> laughing until they cry face. <laughs> but it, you know. And I'm not an average black person, so I'm going to have to go ahead and take their word for it. That's true. Which means that... Stop it. Whatever. (sighs) All right. That's our... uh, Folks, I don't understand why we're not choosing a number for Carrie. (laughs) Let's make things equal, guys. Come on. All right. Uh, Equal opportunity. If you are leaving with this uh, episode this evening with only one thing, just know that it is to go see Uncle Drew in theaters next Friday. Take some time for yourself. Stay at home. Like, watch a movie on Netflix. Stay at home. Stay at home. Just take care of yourself. Don't put on makeup. Don't put on real people clothes. Stay in your pajamas. Doesn't that sound great? But you know, put on dog clothes. (laughs) What I'm going to say to you folks, we have seen Shaquille O'Neal in Steel. We've seen him Mm -hmm. in uh, Kazam. Breakout performance. Yes. Uh, You know, we've seen him in those great general commercials. Yeah. And those foot cream commercials Mm -hmm. that you've got there. But you know what we've never seen? We haven't seen Shaquille O'Neal in old man makeup. He is stretching himself. And that's the kind of breakthrough, risk-taking performances that should be rewarded with a seat in the theater watching it happen on its opening weekend. Or maybe find a uh, bootleg from China. That's true, but really... See the movie, but maybe don't go to the movies to see it. Don't, no, no, go go to the theater and see it. I don't want to encourage you know, movie viewing, but don't go. Yeah, it's know. you know it's the first of the month. It's coming up, so you know, it start Bills, off the month know. by taking care of yourself you and know staying what? at home. Spa day. Mo- find like, a friend with movie pass; food. they'll give you a free month. Or just go visit your real Uncle Drew and pay him a visit. Yeah. I have an Uncle Drew. I lied oh. about that. I don't. I have an Uncle Drew. You he wants what? to see this movie. He told me. Oh. Uh, we're going to see it together. No, I have an Uncle Drew as well. And we're just going to hang out together by not going to the movies. Because, you know, when you sit in the movie theater, you're not really spending time with him. So oh, that's true. That's what you're he right. Told Maybe me. I'll just stay home. Maybe we can hang out with our Uncle Drew. Yeah. Uh, Frank, you'd be yes. pleased to know that. Ken Jack, 1984. Uh, I am going to see it on Thursday now to help Frank. Oh, great. Thanks, uh, Jack. Thanks. That actually doesn't you. help because the Thursday numbers won't pull into the weekend. Uh, all right. Can't check wait till Friday, please. I beg, you. <laughs> I beg of you. He can't, Everyone he can't see do it, it on you know Thursday what? if you're going to see it. He can't do it Friday. 
He can't. Or Saturday can't. or Sunday. You, can, you can't check so out. So it's okay. You can Maybe later. Uh, and just so you folks know that I was reading up that there, uh, Shaquille O'Neal is doing a little special bit, kind of like if you saw Incredibles 2, where the cast gets together and they do this whole thing. He does this really cool stuff right in front of the film. So go see it, because I hear it's really great. You know so. what? I'm not saying to not go see it. I just think that you should just hang out this this coming weekend. Just hang out at home. Sure. Watch it next weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, next we know who the right person is, and that's me. Me. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for watching this episode of Box Office Breakdown. As always, you can like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and of course, everybody, when you're there, give it a thumbs up, multiple thumbs up, multiple thumbs up. Talk about Uncle Drew when you're giving it a thumbs up. <gasps> really? That's what you no. want to do. Uh, and if you're watching even after we've aired live, Neil and Amy, where can they comment? Right there. Oh, down below, down below, and tell, tell about uh, what kind of makeup you'll be wearing when you go to see Uncle Drew in the theater. Old person makeup. Old person makeup. That's great. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Throw it on his hat. Baby makeup. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Baby powder. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as always, uh, if you want to stay in touch with any of us, even after the show's over, Anthony, where can they find you, sir? Oh, you can follow me. Uh, sorry, hold on. Fixing my mic. Uh, you can follow me everywhere at TonyBTony underscore. And uh, check out uh, if you got any horror movie lovers out there. Every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Coast time, we go live with horror movie news along with Carrie and uh, two other co-hosts that are with me. So, yeah. Wow. Clear, clearly they meant a lot to you. That <laughs> Oliver Drennan. Sorry. <laughs> Good going, Anthony. <laughs> oh, no, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Anthony. Uh-huh. If you guys want to follow me after the show's <laughs> over, you can find me at places where people are found. At the Neil Plumley. That's T H E N E I L P L U M L E Y. And I'm so excited for this next week's box office numbers. Stay tuned. You guys can find me on all social media at Amy Cassandra M T Z. Nailed it. And oh, thank you. Um, yeah, you guys feel free to follow me on Instagram. I do a lot of shows here. And um, yeah, so, you know, but just remember to treat yourself and stay at home this weekend. Oh, look at that, everybody. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, and make sure you check out Amy Cassandra going live. Wow, stop Facebook it. Facebook live feed right there from the Uncle Drew <laughs> at the AMC Burbank. She's going live on Friday, so make sure you check that out. She's going to have a lot of wacky hijinks as she breaks down all <laughs> what she's getting to walk into the theater, kind of food, where she's sitting, what's the best, you know, is she sitting on the side, is she in the center? So many things to watch. Probably on the side because everyone's going to be there. That's true. Guys, so, be like Amy. Saying? Go see Uncle don't, Drew in the theaters don't this weekend. Take some time. All right. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Happy Go Jackie. Folks, we love you and we love the fact that you're going to be seeing Uncle Drew this weekend. Take time for yourself. That's right. Uh, until yourself. then, we'll see you next Sunday night with another episode of Box Office Breakdown right here on Popcorn Talk. Go see Uncle Drew. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.